You're listening to a Mind Cherry podcast. Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy. I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on and around a bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, hey, Kelly, how are you? Uh, great, Malin. And to our audience, we want to thank everyone for the kind words about our episode last week. Even though we didn't discuss the show that we're both famous for being on, we heard from you that you liked it anyway, and we're so thankful for the continued support. Yes, and as you guys, we've talked about it before, how podcasts work. There's a good chance that the strike is over when you're hearing this. We don't know yet, but at this moment, it's still ongoing, and so... In an effort to be strong with our union, we are not going to be talking about the show in any sort of specifics today. We absolutely don't want to drive you to Netflix or Peacock to check it out. And thank you for respecting that and being with us. Yeah, you're so you are a, a, just a very respectful audience, um, first and foremost. And we love that about you guys. And keep the messages of solidarity coming because, you know, it's it's dark days right now for a lot of actors. And, you know, Lord knows the rest of the industry as well. The people who are not able to work right now, our guest today, I assume, will be among those affected. Just keep the thoughts coming because it's a tough time. We're lucky again to have come up in a golden age of TV where residuals were pretty good. And, you mm-hmm. know, but not everyone is fortunate enough to say the same. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. Well, let's not delay any further. I'd love to sure. just bring our guest on in here and, and catch up with him because it has been a while. Mm-hmm. Please welcome to the show our fight and safety coordinator, Chaz Newton. Welcome, Chaz. Oh, wow. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm just I, I'm so thrilled to be here. It's so great to see you guys. It's been way too long. Years, oh. probably. I mean, Kelly and I were just trying to remember when the last time would have been. I'm thinking rap party 2013 I, I hate to say that right yeah I, my mind goes to the skirmish in season five because that's where i was kelly i don't know if you remember that one but oh. uh i don't you know i don't want to get into the details but you did uh i remember this that the one where you hurt your wrist i think that's where yes yeah, yeah. i know yeah. yeah i i we had a couple injuries over the course of the the filming of the show that we're not you know i, I shouldn't be talking about it but yes right. it's season five i did hurt my wrist and i don't blame it on you i blame it on my own poor execution of your moves Let's well no it, listen at the end of the day it's my job to ensure that no one gets hurt and you did get hurt that being said the intensity that you brought oh. to to every to every fight sequence we had to kind of you know choreograph was just it, it's a thrill and a joy you know but i said mm. do not actually put your fist through that window and you right. did and 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 look i did you know part <laughs> of me said to myself boy this is a problem and i'm gonna get in trouble and i did get in trouble but the other part of me was like i love this actor she's so committed i, I really respect someone who's willing to put themselves through physical pain to get the shot Chaz, thank you. Listen, and one of the most intense working days I've ever had. Mm. And did it hurt tremendously? Yes. But what a thrill to really go there, you know? Exactly. Exactly. You can see it in your eyes. For a second, you weren't acting. You were actually in pain. You know what I mean? And so... Of course. And also thinking, what a cool career. Maybe I should be doing Mm. this instead of acting, right? Mm. Fighting is Mm. really fun and really lights up a part of my brain that I'm almost scared to go to. 
you know? Right. It's very primal, you know, it's very yes. primal. It's the, it's that sort of lizard brain inside of a survival, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that's how, that's how I got started. I mean, I started going to, you know, MMA gyms when I was a kid because I just wanted to survive. As you a know? kid, you yeah. are not serious. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would kind of hang around those places and just mm-hmm. watch the the different people train and, uh, and eventually, you know, someone said, Hey kid, you want to get your ass kicked? And I was like, not really. And then they threw me in the gym and in, in the oh. ring itself. And, you know, had a couple back and forth, but you're alive. You know, you're alive when you think you might die is when you're alive. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of my origin story, so to speak. Amazing. So did you have a parent who was in the MMA world or this was just an interest of yours and you were out and about as a kid exploring it? I think it was lack of parenting in general. You know, mm. my, my mm. parents were, you know, um, not uh, my father was a terrible man. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. And okay. so because of that, I just kind of, you know, I felt sort of alone and didn't have a lot of guidance in my life. And and once I found this this local gym, I, I just thought, well, these guys at least on the surface appear to be confident. And, and so I thought if I knew how to handle myself in in a ring, then maybe I could walk around and at least kind of present as a confident person. I'm not a confident person, but because I know, I never would have guessed. Yeah. You'd certainly had me fooled. That's the thing. I I'm very good at hiding. And that's Mm -hmm. what fighting has taught me is it's taught me that, you know, you hide your weaknesses as a human being when you know how to fight. And so, and then at a certain point I realized I just didn't have the talent, you know, to actually give a real career a go in fighting, but I did have people skills. Sure Mm. did. Yeah. Yeah. I thought to myself, well, how can I kind of take those two things, people skills and, you know, uh, masking my own confidence or lack thereof. And I found that if I married those two skills, I could have a career as a fight coordinator and a safety person on sets. And eventually, you know, I found some work and let me to one thing, one thing, one thing. And, you know, the sitcom was honestly, cause people don't think they just like sitcoms. That's not a fighting show. Any, sure. any show is a fighting show. Any show is a fighting show. Yep. If you want yeah. to. So, you know, it was a big, it was a big opportunity for me when I worked on the show with you guys, because it really was, I kind of, you know, how actors talk about showing their range. Oh yeah. Something I think about a lot. Do I have it? Right. And this was showing my range as a fight coordinator because I was like, look, I can make these funny, goofy, silly goofs hit even harder because, you know, if we're doing a fight scene here, I mean, just making things more physical. I mean, I remember there was that Mm -hmm. one scene where, you know, you were supposed to, I think you slipped on some garbage or something. It's just supposed to be like a funny little nothing, but we turned (laughs) it into a whole thing where you hit the back of the a car and then fell oh, into yeah. the street. And it just yeah. got such big laughs from the crew. And to me, yeah. I don't want to take credit for that. That was all you. But I think it was the no. physical skills that we had been working on, how to contort your body. You know what I mean? And you just yes. seem so confident in that moment. Yes. No, you taught me. And I remember to this day, because I have I've mm. fallen since the show. You taught <laughs> me where the arm goes to soften that blow, but not right. break the arm. And, and I don't know if people know, there is an art to it. I think you're a real artist. Oh, thank you so oh, much. Yeah. That that means a lot. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. The amount of, you know, the beatings that my body has taken over oh. the years and I had, yeah. I've only had, you know, a few, but not many broken bones. That is for a guy in my position, in my field, that is, yeah. you know, that's what we aim for. So yeah. Yeah. What's the bruise count right now? Yeah. Where, where And where are you fighting these days? Life is a fight, Kelly, to me. I'm always fighting. Right. No, yeah, Isn't that the truth? always fighting, you know, uh, and yeah, exactly. The internal struggle uh, of life. But uh, yeah, I do have a specific bruise on sort of my left hamstring. I haven't been able to um, mm. 
haven't been able to kind of go full throttle in, in, in a while. And I think I'm getting old. You know, let's just say it, guys. Uh, yeah. Yep. You round a corner, you bump into a table, bump into your bed uh. frame. I'm bruised for weeks sometimes now. Yeah. Exactly. I could fall out of bed in my 20s. I'd get right back up, go to sleep. No problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when I fall out of bed randomly, which has been a problem in my uh-huh. life. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm calling for help. I'm Where, where am I? I'm confused. Right. Life alert. Know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I do. And Kelly, did you actually take my advice on that? Did you get the life alert? Now, Chaz, I didn't because okay. and, and I have to apologize. Mm. I trust you implicitly. Mm. Buying a life alert made me feel old. I couldn't it. do it. And I think yeah. that's just the way they market it, you know, as a device for the elderly to, to um, exactly who are living in, in solitude. But I couldn't bring myself to do it. And I talked to a representative for a long time. And at mm. the end of the call, I just said, listen, I'm sorry, you won't be able to make a sale on me today because I... I, I'm not ready yet. No, you know? and that's fair. That's fair. And, you know, you don't owe that representative anything, although I'm sure they give a great pitch, but that's not, oh, you yeah. know, so I, I, no, I respect that. I respect that. that's really fun. I have a life alert. I always have a life alert. My life alert isn't just for physical situations, you know, like if I'm just like not feeling great, I click the life alert and I talk to somebody on the other side. By the other side, I mean someone who works at life alert, not a dead person. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. right. mm-hmm. and they're able to calm me down. So for me, it's almost a therapeutic oh. thing. You know, yeah, sort of an on-call therapist. I mean, that right. boy, that sounds hot. That sounds nice, right? Yeah. Right, because I refuse to go to real therapy. I refuse. Now, why is that? Walk me through that, because I, I'm a sort of a newcomer to therapy myself, mm. Chaz. I'm going through a, a divorce right now, and I have to say, talking to someone has really helped me a lot. Interesting. Yeah, I think you know, and I don't want to make it a gendered thing. For me, I've learned through the years that when I reach out to my male friends asking for help they so don't know what to do mm-hmm. that it has made me realize I am alone in this world and oh that's gosh. just the way it's going to be. And, you know, I, I embrace it. I embrace it. Okay. You know, I mean, like uh, for me, if I go to therapy, that's weakness and it's, and it's not, mm-hmm. it's not, and I'm not saying you're weak. Help. I'm saying, I no, know yeah. from the years of, you know, physical exertion I've put into this, my body, into this planet, I don't mm-hmm. want to play the mental game. If I have to talk to somebody on lifeline and they're like, who are you? What is this? And I explain, you know, and then I give them my sort of my ID, my lifeline ID. And then they're like, okay, we've got you checked. Just that calms me down. Just going through the numbers regulates me and then I'm good to go. So real therapy, do I really want to look in the mirror? (laughs) No, I don't want to know what's what's staring back at me. What's lurking. Yeah. And I see that. And it it is so exhausting to start over with a new practitioner to Mm. tell them every, you know, little bit Mm -hmm. of trauma or difficulty you've ever had. I mean, it's exhausting. I think if you're getting that from the life alert representatives, why not continue? Exactly. Exactly. And by, you know, but, but I, I salute you for, you know, giving yourself the help that you need with a divorce situation. How's the divorce going? Is it, is it rough? Is it, uh, you know, it's been tough because there was another, there was infidelity involved on my husband's oh my gosh. part and, and oh, you know, no. we, we have two kids. So, uh, Shoot. just tough. And for a while, you know, I was really trying to refrain from talking about it on the podcast. And I thought, I don't know him privacy. I don't know him. No, you don't know Frankly, him. Frankly, anything. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Mm, uh, yeah. And the swearing is new for me too, as I, I get in touch with yeah. this new sort of rage inside Your myself, anger. this right. sacred feminine anger. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm feeling it. Uh, right. Yeah. So it's not right. good. But thank okay. you for asking. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I if I I, sh- I should have looked to hire y- you to teach me how to fight someone. I I could have thrown a punch Derek's way. Um, not that I would do that, but you were doing that self defense class, and I started to wonder. Should we maybe focus on the aggression side? You know, it's mm-hmm. all uh, women defense, defense, mm-hmm. defense. What about being on the attack? 
Mm-hmm. I, I always say that. I always say that, especially for my female clients, because now I am offering a service where I'm just a punching bag. Uh, and, oh. and it's more popular with women where they come and they just, they just beat the shit out of them. Oh, how you fun. Know? And I, and I teach them, you know, no, no punch like this. It's a little bit hard, you know, mm-hmm. use your, use your waist, not just your arm, that sort of <sighs> stuff. So I teach them how to punch, you know, correctly. And then they get to take out their rage. And mom, that's a great instinct when you, it's very empowering mm-hmm. to, to harness your rage. Now yes. I don't want us to mm-hmm. go out into the world and cause pain to, you know, our innocent right. bystander. That's why I offer this service. Come beat me up. You know what I mean? Right. I get to work through my own issues. Yes. I don't have to go to therapy. It becomes right. my thing, right? And yeah. you get to get out that rage. And, and Molly, I have to ask you, you know, what's yeah. going on with your rage these days? Are we rage free, rageful? Oh, God. I mean, I think it's always simmering right under the surface for me, you know? <laughs> right, right. I have to say, I used to get it out in my work. So mm-hmm. not being able to work lately is really, yeah. really crushing me. Yeah. And I, I'm at home, I'm with my husband. It's, you know, and, and you might have remembered me going through a few divorces over the course of the show. Sure. I don't know if we're on track for another one. You know, I think seeing Kelly go through what she's gone through has made me examine my relationships a little bit more. And God damn it. It's like, I didn't think this is how my life was going to end up. Right, right. I thought coming off a hit sitcom, things might have gone in a different direction than they have. Right. I didn't think I'd be Absolutely. recapping this show so many years later. Right with nothing else to re- to really talk about. It. And of course we don't want to talk about the show here today. Right. And um, no, we can't mom. Yeah. Right. I have to pull you away from that, even though I can, I can see the tears welling up in your eyes. No. Yeah. Right. Um, um, right. um, so, so rageful. No, I don't think so. Right. More just a deep, deep, dark sadness. Yeah. Oh, that's Got a good it. way to put it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of just getting older. You know, I just think the older you get, the right. sadder you are. That's yeah. what I've sort of learned because mm-hmm. you got less time. You have less time to make up for the, for, you know, the mistakes you've made or, you know, spending so much time with the wrong person. You, know, you talk about divorces. Yeah. And I, I'm divorced myself. I've been divorced. Uh, Are you, Chaz? Oh, I, I didn't want to ask because, you know, you never want to ask, but I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. It's OK. Look, I'm a workaholic. You know, I, I want to yeah. be on set. I, I want to be talking to the big dogs and and, and trying to stage the next skirmish, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about, Molly, when you, you know, when you say, like, I didn't think my life was going to end up this way. Look, after mm-hmm. I left you guys, I went I was working on the Mission Impossible franchise, <clears throat> the Mission Impossible no. franchise. No way. Yes. Wow. yes. I mean, it doesn't get bigger than that in terms of. Yeah. Talk about oh, skirmishes. I yeah. mean, Exa- well, skirmish. yeah. I had a skirmish with the with Mr. Skirmish, uh, Tom Cruise himself. Did you? And, well, he just he wanted to do something that wasn't physically possible. And all I said was, "That's not physically possible." The next thing I know, I got fired. So, Uh-oh. you know, and I'm and I'm and I talk about it, you know. And, and actually, I respect the hell out of Tom for what he's accomplished. But at the end of the day, to actually, you know, have a hand to hand fight combat sequence on the wing of a plane when it's in the middle of the air is just impossible. And that's right. just science. That's basic physics. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, which, you know, it, Scientology, it's in the name of his dang religion. He might, you, you think he might have an idea of that, but. And Scientology is the most scientific religion, the most scientific religion. Yeah. So, as I'm speaking you know I mean? of it, I, yeah, I don't know too much about it, but I have to say, yeah, Tom, you got to get real there. Uh, and it sounds like 
thank goodness that you tried to talk him down. You did your due diligence yeah. and that's all you can do as a professional. Exactly. Exactly. But sometimes there are repercussions for sort of doing the right thing. And they hired a guy who just said yes. And then, you know, I don't know what they ended up doing there. But to me, I just said, I'm not going to put you at risk. You know, and I thought back to that moment, Kelly, I said, I'm not going to put Tom Cruise in a situation where he could fly off a plane and die. Because I thought back to the moment where, you know, your wrist was bleeding. Mm -hmm. And yes, we got the shot. And yes, it was intense. And yes, it made for the silly goofs to hit harder. But boy, I was worried for a second that you were really seriously injured. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, your concern is and was so appreciated. Mm. Uh, and I'm glad that it's taught you some career lessons since then. I don't blame you at all for what happened. That was me. That was me going full right. primal on that right. scene. Uh, right. But who's to say that Tom Cruise wouldn't have done the same? And then Tom Cruise gets injured. That's a whole that's a million dollar industry. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that's uh, a whole economy that's yeah. being mm -hmm. tanked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a small country. Tom Cruise yep. is a small country. He's a small man and a small country at the same yeah. time. And it's uh, it's crazy. Have you found that finding work after this has has been difficult? I mean, has Tom because Tom's a powerful man. He's a powerful guy. And the Scientologists are resentful and, and, and yeah, uh, right. you know, they're a revenge based organization. And so it has been a little tough. That's why I offered that service of, hey, come beat me up. You know, right. that's that's um, so smart. Such a, yeah. a smart clever plan B Pivoting. to keep yourself yes. making money in, in doing what you like, uh, not exactly on a set per se, but right. you know, still getting the reps in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like I say, I get something out of getting the crap kicked out. It, it just, it's yeah. just what I re I realized this is what I love. You know what I mean? It's not just coordinate. Yes. We're going to be, we're going to be safe for the actors, mm -hmm. but I don't need to be safe. That's not part of my job description. Right. And so when I, once I started offering that service, you know, I used to wear padding. I was gonna, just going to ask. Yeah. No I'm pads? Started, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm tapering down the pads, you know, less, fewer and okay. fewer pads and I'm working with stronger and stronger people. And so the blows <sighs> are intense, but I'm finding mm -hmm. that I am able to release some of my own pain and sorrow and the deep, deep, dark, dark sadness that we've been talking about right. through taking hits. And that's something that a lot of people oftentimes have said, oh, oh, you know, if you give a hit, you're releasing anger. You mm. can release anger and sadness from taking hits as well. Now, is that okay. so? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's honestly not something I've considered before. Now, if any of our listeners are interested in this, I assume they can go to your website and, and reach right. out and hire and that And we'll way. throw that in our episode notes as well, because we'd love to get you some business, send some folks your Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Chazzypunutes.com. So, what's that? <laughs> chazzypnudes.com chazzypnudes.com okay, okay. Yeah. sounds good yeah right chazzy p what's what's the p stand for what's your middle name parker my middle Chaz name parker. is parker oh, Chaz, what a classic yeah. american name yeah. thank you i and that's what my parents said they said we got to give him the classic american and you know here it is so if i'm <laughs> if i'm being honest it's charles but i go by chaz because no, i need Ch i need yeah. to sound a little bit more a little bit more, you know what I mean? Yeah. A little more intense, a little more unhinged to, yeah. to my job. And I also just feel that way. You know, I just, yeah. I feel like a chaz. You know what I mean? Totally. That was such a fun thing working with you on the show too, is yes, you're teaching us proper technique, body movement, how not to injure yourself when doing a certain movement, but you're also, you know, always sharing philosophies on sort of fringe Mm -hmm. diet trends. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. You were also always so knowledgeable about World War II history. Yes. Um, just a, a smart guy, well-rounded guy. Well, I appreciate you saying that. What, yeah, what are I, you eating these days? Because that was always fun for me is to yeah. 
what's what's the trend what's the ideal fuel for our bodies i was always learning from you on set and i could honestly could probably shake up my diet a bit here <laughs> here mm-hmm. now well i appreciate i appreciate that and and for me it's uh i'm not eating a lot these days I, i'm doing okay. a bit you of you are uh, looking trim I'm not worried, but I'm I'm on the border of being yeah, worried. You're I'm very a little worried. slender. I'm <laughs> a little worried, uh, personally. I um yeah, I, I sort of took intermittent fasting and, and the mm. intermittence part, I just sort of took that out. And so we're just really going for oh, prolonged fast here. Okay. 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 And so, I will say yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, so at what point do we, we classify this as an eating disorder? I guess I just mm. I am not up on the language. So Right. And yeah. and this is where I come back to you know, again, maybe this is just severe ignorance on my part, no. but I've been taught that as a man, I can't have an eating disorder. So oh, okay. it's just, it's a choice, you know, versus a disorder. And so, right. you know, maybe that's a, is that sexist? Is that a severe misunderstanding? Am I distracting myself from my mm. issues? The answer might be yes, but my, my way of dealing with that is eating less calories and taking more beatings. And when I do mm. that, I will say, look, mm. There is a there is a clarity to my mind. There is a, I'm seeing right. things real straight, real good these days. And when I oh, eat, okay. if I eat copious amounts of meat, that's how okay. I do it. So I don't eat for many days, sometimes mm-hmm. a week. Then I'll have a day where I'm just binging on meat. Got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. And and you're finding you like that. It feels okay. You have all the energy you need. I think on the meat days, I feel good because my body says to me. Hey man, we needed this. We need food. Yeah, yeah. Then I then there's a certain point where (laughs) I just keep consuming meat, keep consuming meat. My body's like, whoa, 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 this is too intense because it's not used to having any food inside of its body for a while. Right, right. I then tend to have a prolonged experience in the bathroom because it's very (laughs) intense for your body to have no calories and then just grab only protein. Yeah, yes, it's it's a lot. And after that experience. Then I feel great because my body's like, now we need to rest. We just need to rest. Love a good trip to the bathroom. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's the minor, the, these minor pleasures, in life, especially when you really need it, Mom. I mean, th- imagine not going to the bathroom for four or five days and then oh going for hours. You know, that yeah. that can really be, <laughs> obviously it's a release, but it's also a spiritual release. You know, it's just sort of yeah, like, right. it makes, right. it makes you present. And, and it's the same thing that appealed to me about fighting appeals to me about not eating, then eating copious amounts of meats, then spending copious amounts of time in the bathroom, which is it forces you to be present. Yes. You are right. in your body in those moments. Exactly. You are in your body. When I have, and I'm not trying to, but when I have explosive diarrhea, talk about being in your body. I am mm-hmm. there. I am. Yeah. My, I know I yeah. am where my feet are. And uh-huh. I'm present with On that, that situation. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, just try thinking about anything else. You know, like right. try thinking about your dad no. and your issues there. You couldn't you, and nope. you can't and You're, you shouldn't. The entire scope of your world narrows down to the size of your uh, of your sphincter almost. I mean, think about, you know, when, when you're sick, if you have the, a flu or, right. or you know, um, a another respiratory disease that may or may not exist. When you have those things, right? Yeah. You're not thinking about any of your problems. You're just saying, I want to get better. I just want my body to feel better and heal so I can then live my life. I'm just in a perpetual state of that. Right. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Always distracted with my body's issues. And then I never have to actually face any of my real demons. Mm -hmm. For me, that's working. Yeah. It really sounds like it. Yeah. Mm. You know, I've been on this therapy kick and I wonder 
if that's the right, cause you know, I, I'm so tired all the time and I'm really slogging through it. And it sounds mm. like there's another way to do this. And I just, I, maybe I've been too much of a coward to try the other way because it sounds pretty unpleasant. Listen, if it's worth, if, if what, if your routine's working for you, stick with it. I, that's what I always say. Don't mm. just do what I do because I say to do it in the fake confidence way that I, that I did. But because, because my, my issues, like my, the way I live my life and you know, that might have led to my divorce. You know what I mean? Maybe in your situation, it might've saved you. I don't know. You know, everyone's situation's different, but my ex-wife was very insistent that, you know, she felt like I was telling myself. And so she said, Mm -hmm. I can't be with a man who doesn't honor his own body and soul. And I said, well, I've never honored my own body and soul. Look how far I've gotten. I was fired by Tom Cruise. So maybe you're Mm -hmm. out of your mind, not me. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got, um, a lot to think about here, a lot mm. to consider, a lot of sure. a lot of choices that I'm now going to be mulling over. I know you said if it's working for you, but I can't say that my life is working for me at the moment. So you have given us a lot to think about. I'm really grateful for your wisdom that you're imparting here. Absolutely. Thank you for thank you for thanking me. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, Chaz, before we let you off the hook here, is there anything I know it's slow in the industry time right now? Yeah, and I know you've right. got your your classes where you let women beat the shit out of you. Is there anything else that you are working on right now that you'd like to plug for our listener base because they're out there and they want, you know, they want content. They want to support us. So they're trying not to give those views to the streamers right now, but they want other stuff to put eyes on if you want to promote anything right now. Sure. You know, I've been hanging out and talking to a group of people in upstate New York that I really think offers No, they sound great. Upstate, so charming too. Oh, it's beautiful gorgeous up, there. up there. And, yeah. um, you know, it's this organization that's gone through some hard times recently and they've lost a lot of members. Oh, but no. because of that, they're offering just huge discounts to kind of go up. It's sort of like summer camp for adults. Oh, no way. And okay, where where do I sign up? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce the name, but it's NXIVM, which is a weird name to pronounce. Okay. But um, they are just a group of really smart, fun, joyful individuals. And they're going to help you get in touch with yourself to teach yourself a system that's going to work for you. I developed this sort of eating disorder, then eat a lot of meat until you have massive amounts of diarrhea system right? via working with them. Okay. Oh, no way. So, you know, Mm -hmm. just Google them and see where they're at. And, uh, you know, if you want to go to upstate New York and kind of just hang out and have really long, intense uh, conversations with other unhinged people, Mm. that's the organization for you. So, yeah, I would just say check them out. Check them out. Okay. I will. Yeah. And and another thing, you know, I've been getting a lot of, I've been getting a lot of great information from another podcast. I love this podcast, but as far as a lifestyle and philosophy podcast, it's called Man Thinkers. It's hosted by these two great guys, George Collins, Dan Finkelstein. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of on the fringe. They're kind of, you know, uh, the mainstream media or the lamestream media, as they like to call it, doesn't doesn't take them seriously. Right. But that's how you know they're they're onto something. So check yeah. them out. They're on iHeartRadio. And, you know, it's a really, really good podcast. They actually, that podcast is what led me to uh, NXV IDM. So. Oh, that's exactly. so cool. You know, yes. I am, Malin and I, close friends who don't always see eye to eye politically. And right. I, but I do, you know, Chaz, you and I could do some talking. I, I do think it's important to keep these kinds of viewpoints represented in the media because, Absolutely. you know, you're just not telling the full story if they're not there. 
At the end of the day, do your own research and do your own research means look on the internet until you find something that aligns with what you wanted it to say. And then you've done research. Good advice to leave everyone with. Thank you Mm -hmm. so much, Chaz, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Hey, thanks for having me. ChazyPNews.com. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Riding Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Riding Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.